0: Hello everyone, thank you for listening and watching another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host Tom Walker. We've got an action-packed show once again for everybody today. We're going to sink our teeth into the Premier League, Championship League 1 and League 2, picking out our betting highlights from each division. And then we're going to bundle it all up at the end in a nice little bomb-proof treble, which speaking of the treble, Tom, we're on the back of a big winner Second week into the season, first weekend in the Premier League, uh, landed a nice
1: 8.97
0: to 1, did you say it was?
1: Yeah, 8.97. Total goals scored by uh, our teams, 3. So, yeah, a hat-trick of one nils. We'll get into uh, details when we reflect on it a bit more later on in the show. But a, a great way to start the season. Um, and looking to follow that up with another one that I'm excited to to read out towards the end of the show.
0: Yeah absolutely I just want to give a quick plug to Twitter as well just before we start because not only did we have a good uh, treble on the podcast last week that won at the weekend we also gave out four midweek Twitter tips for the League 1 and League 2 fixtures that were on, on Tuesday night Um three one out of the four so Uh, I know a couple of people tweeted us saying they they picked out some winning accumulators, some winning trebles from those tips that we picked. Um, So definitely profitable to be following us on social media as well. You can do that at T underscore FB podcast. But yeah, we're going to go straight into the Premier League then. Uh, And we're going to get started personally with uh, the Friday night game. Under the lights at the city ground, Forest at home to Sheffield United. Uh, Tom, I'm sure you fancy us to get three points here. As
1: I, well, do. I do, and I think uh, I think we're a little bit short, but I'm also, in a weird way, okay with 1.85, and, and I kind of get it. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. In Sheffield do. United, pretty much everyone has them finishing last, and if you don't, it's probably Luton, and you have Sheffield United finishing second last. Um, just on paper, I, I really really poor team like a a club that's gone backwards since promotion sadly for blades fans um fodderingham basham egan robinson baldock that was your goalkeeper and back four all getting on all past their sell-by date and all probably championship players at this stage norwood um was anchoring the midfield with Maxlow and Anel Ahmed Hodzic uh, also completing like a wing back system Ahmed Hodzic going to go on to good things Max Lowe, a, a championship player and Ben Osborne Benny Traore I don't know too much about and, and William Osula is a promising player but that's the team they put out uh, against Crystal Palace they were completely dominated uh, in terms of goal attempts uh, it was eleven to six in favor of Palace. Shots on target eight to one. Off target five to three. Into in favor of Sheffield United. It was a very comfortable um, result for Crystal Palace. It could have been a lot worse, and I really fear for Sheffield United. This is about as tough as a outside the top six away game you can have going off last season. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah. Obviously, Forrest picked up an awful lot of their points at home last season. Uh, It's where, once again, we're going to be strongest. I have no doubt about it. The City ground will be buzzing for this game. Um, Really intimidating place for Sheffield United to play. Um, I agree, though. Forrest 1.85. I think that will get the weekend off to a flyer for us personally. Um, Anything else you want to add on that game or shall we move on? Move on. Moving on then to Saturday. So we are going to Pick out our highlights from the Premier League rather than go through game by game. There's not an awful lot from the three o'clock kickoffs that's Fulham, Brentford, Liverpool, Bournemouth, Wolves, Brighton that I'm particularly hot on. Um, anything from those three games for you?
1: Yeah, there is actually. Um, I am interested in uh, Liverpool to win and both teams to score at 2.4. Um, Fully expecting Liverpool to get a victory. I thought they were probably second best against Chelsea, but very dangerous going forward, and uh, certainly green shoots um, in terms of their attack with with so many options on the bench. And you know with Bournemouth, they're a team that I think are the next, the next Brighton, the next Brentford, that kind of forward-thinking smaller club that, that's going to punch above their weight. They have got a draw against West Ham. Um, They were probably looking for all three, but yeah, just historically, um, not been a happy hunting ground for Bournemouth. They've only scored uh, in one of their last five visits to Anfield, but I think things are changing and they can get on score sheet in defeat.
0: Uh, 5.30 Tottenham, Manu, anything there for you?
1: (sighs) Tale of the unknowns, really, isn't it? we got Tottenham trying to work out who they are under Ange, and we got Manu, who got absolutely dominated by an unfancied Wolverhampton Wanderers side, and obviously we've all seen the penalty that wasn't given. So yeah, not ready to go anywhere near either team right now.
0: No, um, I do have something I like in the Man City Newcastle game, though, which is the eight o'clock kickoff on Saturday. Uh, the price is Man City one point six one, heavy favourites at home, as you'd expect. The draw, 4.2, and Newcastle, 5.25. Big outsiders here. Uh, I actually like something from a Newcastle perspective here. Um, Obviously, they got their season kicked off really well with a 5-1 win over Aston Villa last weekend. And I've just been watching before we came on to record, as you might have, Tom, the uh, Super Cup, UEFA Super Cup, which Man City won on penalties against Sevilla. This is Wednesday night. They now got to play against Saturday night. They just won a trophy. They're currently out in Greece, probably celebrating that trophy win. I, I'm sure they're very professional. Pep wouldn't have it any other way. But this is a really, really tough Newcastle team they're going to be playing against. And I, I'm not going to say Newcastle are going to win, but I like Newcastle on the handicap. And Newcastle plus two goals. So that even factors in Newcastle losing by a goal and the bet will still win. That's
1: one point five. Okay, yeah, I like it. I like the uh, like the logic you've put into that. Really, I'm actually really excited for the game. So, yeah, yeah I'm interested to see great. how it
0: plays out. See Newcastle getting beat by more than one goal? No, no, me neither. Really, no, me neither. Really. Especially with this midweek out in Greece that City have had. Two one, two one City. Yeah, and if it's two one City, that's fine. 2-1. Bet wins. Handicap plus yeah. two here for Newcastle.
1: Yeah, that's my prediction. Uh, I'll bounce into Sunday then. And you mentioned, Tom, Villa. Wow, bloody hell, completely destroyed, huh? On Yeah. on, <laughs> on was the, the day. The Bloody hell, this was like a battle of the, you know, who might break the big six again. Um, and yeah, Newcastle dispatching Villa 5-1. It's about as, probably as bad as Villa have played under Unai Emery. Um but I'm backing them to get back on track here uh, against an Everton side who lost 1-0 at home to Fulham. Just same old Everton, really. Like, you know, Dyches has had a full pre a, a He's got limited resources, let's be honest, but he's had a transfer window to try and bolster the squad and get a little bit better. And they were poor. They were really poor against... Uh, Against Fulham, lots of high balls into the box. Obviously, Burn Leonard had did have a good game. We do have to say that maybe on another day, Everton win, but even then, a scrappy performance, not very clean at all, and uh, worrying signs for me. And what am I basing this uh, this Villa pick on? Well, last season. If I'm going to be honest with you, I think la- I'd rather take last season as a true reflection. A Villa under Emery, understanding there's been a little bit of change, but not much. Um, And yeah, I am happy to base last season on, you know, happy to base my pick, sorry, on on last season, which I think is a better barometer. So they are priced at 1.66. It's a little tight, but I will go for the Villains.
0: Yeah, I like it as well. Yeah, as you completely align, it is A skinny price, skinnier than I would have liked, but um, I think they'll win. Yeah. Uh, moving into the 4.30, West Ham against Chelsea. I like Chelsea here at 1.9 away from home. Uh, West Ham struggling to keep clean sheets. They've not kept a clean sheet for 10 consecutive games now um, and Chelsea last weekend got a one or draw against Liverpool, which I'd say on balance they were probably the better side over the course of the 90 minutes. Um, you can kind of see what they're trying to do and see how Poch is trying to sort out the mess that he inherited, really. Enzo Fernandez really dominating the midfield. Lots of chatter about him um, and his performance at the weekend. Um, I think they'll have too much to beat. A West Ham side, who I'm still kind of on the fence with at the moment, what are they going to be? Post-Declan Rice, James Ward-Prowse has come in since we last recorded a podcast. But, you know, to, to counter that, Chelsea have just signed Carcedo, Lavia and... Probably at least, say you know, by the time this game rolls around. So Chelsea getting even stronger. Um, I'm liking my preseason shot with top four pick at nearly two to one now. Uh, I think at one point nine, they should get a win here.
1: Yeah, um, moving into Monday, we've got Palace Arsenal. Um, Here, I think in terms of a result, I'd like to back Arsenal, but I I don't think I can at one point five seven. Um, depending on how much you read into XG, they did actually lose the XG battle to Nottingham Forest on opening day. Um, Obviously went on to win the actual game 2-1. I I think I'll probably go for both teams to score in 1.95. I think, obviously, Elisa is not going to be involved. He's injured anyway. As a very quiet home opener, as very quiet on the season opener, uh, it was more mainly Jordan Ayew who, who was causing the damage for, for Crystal Palace. I think Thomas Partey, playing that right-back, centre-mid, hybrid role, could get caught out. I think Tommy Asu may start, and I think that would probably be wise for Arsenal. You know, Palace, uh, even with Zaha's departure and Olise on his way, they've got enough to score a goal at least, and I think both teams to score. is quite a good price, actually.
0: Okay, well, that wraps up the Premier League then for this weekend. We'll go straight into the Championship and, for me, straight into the 12.30 on Saturday, which is Plymouth against Southampton. Southampton's record at keeping clean sheets is so bad. It's so bad, isn't it? Uh, I mentioned it, I think it was the pod last week, if not, it was the week before. Um, Can't keep a clean sheet for anything. 20 games that they've gone now without keeping a clean sheet, obviously spanning... From last season, through pre-season, through the start of this season, they conceded four last weekend against Norwich in that entertaining four-all draw. Uh, And they go away to Plymouth uh, this weekend. And just whilst there's no sign of Southampton being able able to keep a clean sheet, I'm just going to go for both teams to score here. 1.66 is the price. It's a little bit skinnier than I would have liked, considering how Southampton have been playing. Lots of goals, lots of entertainment, action at both ends. You could well look into both teams to score in over 2.5, over 3.5, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, if you're sticking on the safer side, I'm sure both teams to score will come here at at 1.66 because Plymouth has started and they've looked good in their first few games in the Championship. uh, Beating Huddersfield at home, beating Leonore at home in the Cup and then a 0-0 draw away at Watford last weekend. So, they'll the chances Plymouth against this Southampton defence, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, you took it right off my notes, mate um best place to have a season ticket I think this season St Mary's get yourself yeah, down yeah
0: absolutely yeah
1: <laughs> get yourself down
0: um or if you can't season ticket get your eye follow passes or yeah, whatever it is at
1: the yeah, moment exactly that red <laughs> button um yeah blackburn 1.85 not kind of being talked about too much i don't expect them to make the playoffs or anything but they've made a good start Um, In their two league games they've won one and drew one so they're sat in seventh place. Um, They also beat Walsall in the Carabao Cup. Uh, I did actually watch the game um, against West Brom. The full game. Don't ask why. But I actually was really impressed with with Blackburn. They created an absolute boatload of chances but the finishing was all over the place. And I actually see their 2-2 draw away at Rotherham as a positive result rather than a negative. And then I look at Hull. They're beaten 2-1 by Norwich, who seemed to be a lot better so far than people are expecting. They lost against Doncaster in the Carabao Cup. And then they would beat Sheffield Wednesday 4-2. I'm just not ready to give anybody any credit for playing against Sheffield Wednesday, basically. Um... I think that's that's not going to age well, that win. It will probably become quite routine. I think Sheffield Wednesday are in massive trouble already. Um, and yeah, Blackburn, for me, if they create half the amount of chances they did against uh, West Brom, then they're going to win this. And 1.85, I think, is actually a really good price.
0: Yep, yeah, I can see that one. Uh, absolutely. Uh, shorter price, so I won't spend too much time on it in the next one for me. And it's Leicester at home to Cardiff. They're priced at 1.45 for the victory. At Leicester, the shortest-priced team in the Championship this weekend. Um, I guess steady, solid, but unspectacular is probably how I'd describe Leicester so far this season. Played two games in the Champ, won them both, 2-1 and 1-0. Um, and a 2-0 win in between in the Cup as well. So... Not exactly setting the world alight, but getting the job done. Three wins out of three possible uh, victories. So so all good stuff there. And they play a Cardiff side at, at home who, yeah, I, I'm just not sure about Cardiff. It wasn't before the season started. I'm still not convinced three games in. They've won one. They've drawn one. They've lost one. They've conceded two goals in each of the three games they've played so far this season. Going away to the King Power, I could easily see them conceding another two goals. Do they have enough about them to score two or more to get something out of this game, away from home, at the title favourites, in the bookies' eyes at least anyway? Um, not for me. So, Leicester, justifiably short, I think, this
1: week. Yeah, I'm a bit nervous about Leicester. Leicester are one of those teams where are they going to click into gear and get even better? Or this mm. how good they're going to be and are they going to come unstuck a little bit? I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. Here, but I, th- I think they should win this one. Uh, Ipswich, Tom. I'm back in Ipswich. They're so away at QPR. Um, they've won 16 of their last 17 games. Ipswich, and that does Carabao. not include that does not include friendlies at all. This is Carabao Cup. This is League One. This is Championship action. Unbelievable, man. Absolutely crazy. Mm. Like a lot of other podcasts and journalists and Twitter accounts had Ipswich very high, very high in their 1 to 24s. We went high for a promoter team, but maybe we underestimated them because they are top of the table so far. Two from two, uh, plus a Carabao Cup win at home against Bristol Rovers. Easily the best team in the league so far. And they're playing against a QPR team that I'm just not ready to fall in love with and trust after a win over Cardiff, Tom. Very similar to what I said about Hull. I'm not really ready to give anyone credit for beating Cardiff so far. Um, mm. And Watford have been an absolute uh, Watford. I was looking at their name and because uh, they beat QPR on <laughs> opening day four nil. QPR have been an absolute train wreck, and I'm not kind of falling in love with QPR because. You know, an academy product scored the winner for them and they won 2-1 away at Cardiff, yada, yada, yada. They followed that up with a defeat to Norwich in the Carabao Cup. I think they'll revert back to type, which is being a poor championship side. And we've got the most informed team in the 72 at least. So, yeah, it's which to me, I think, are a a pretty big price. Mm 1.95. I know they're recently promoted and they should be bigger, but the levels they've played at so far, I was expecting worse. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Um, win is a habit, isn't it? You know, and they're, they're certainly in that habit right now. And I I just went off my one to twenty-four for Ipswich, off the back of what I read from a lot of Ipswich fans and the general consensus. I don't think from what I read but personally, um, studying Ipswich and what their fans thought about their team and how they do this season, they weren't saying... Largely, you know, automatic promotion or maybe out of push playoffs, they were kind of thinking they'd be happy with the top, you know, 10th, 12th, top 10, you know, that kind of area. Mm. Um, So, yeah, they're doing really well at the moment. Um, But Fair Play should win again this weekend. Um, And there's no more in the champ for me to. uh, One more for me,
1: mate. I I just want to quickly bring up Sunday Norwich against Millwall. uh, Two teams that I thought would be the opposite way round so far. I thought Millwall would start well, Norwich would struggle and go on to struggle, and Millwall would mm. threaten that playoff spot. It's been quite the opposite, and we're back in the Canaries. It's a 12 o'clock kickoff. Uh, Norwich evens 2.0, um, played two in the league, 1-1, drew one, and also uh, beat QPR in the Carabao Cup. They just look a lot of fun. They just look... Very, very, very attacking. Obviously, they drew 4-4 and it's not going to happen every week, of course. But, you know, John Rowe has absolutely come out of nowhere and been one of the best players in the league so far. I didn't even know who this guy was, embarrassingly, um, before this started. Uh, Adam Eder as well, kind of getting off the mark. I think this season could be a big season for him. And just Sargent. Might not be everyone's cup of tea, but I think it's just showing that he's not a championship-level player. He's not a Prem-level player either, but maybe he lives somewhere in the middle. Uh, Millwall really struggling at the moment, showing basically no signs after that 1-0 win away at Middlesbrough, which has aged pretty badly because Middlesbrough aren't looking great uh, and they haven't scored since. So I'm going to back Norwich at even money.
0: Yeah, yeah I can certainly see it. <laughs> that comment you made about Josh Sargent not not quite being prem level probably too good for the champ I was thinking he's stuck in that purgatory area with I was trying to think of those other strikers that've been bracketed in like that, that
1: do you know what, what was the that? classic Robin, yeah yeah who's my my classic guy was jason kumas like back in the day he he was unplayable yeah. as like an attacking midfielder in the champ and in the Prem, just absolutely nowhere near the levels. I don't know why, but he was always the one that came to my mind.
0: <laughs> There's one guy who's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't think of him for a lie for me. He's he's past it now, maybe five years or so past it. But yeah, wicked in the champ, but useless in the Prem. I mean, it's mm. bugging me that I can't think who it is. Yeah. Well, really if he comes remember. to you, let us know.
1: It Just shout to- his name out in with a League Two segment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right, League One then. Yeah. League One then. Yeah. Blackpool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Full one eighty, by the way. Absolute full one eighty.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you said last week it's uh, <laughs> it's 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 good to admit when you're wrong, and maybe we were wrong or you were wrong on on Blackpool because they're currently. Uh, unbeaten in the league and cup this season. Overall, nine consecutive games unbeaten, including preseason. They're on such a contrasting run of form to Leighton Orient. I highlighted last week on the pod, if you didn't listen, there's some real rot that's set in at Leighton Orient. Had a shocking pre-season, lost most of their games against National League and lower opposition. Um, they've not kept a clean sheet for 10 consecutive games. They've lost six in a row. Every game they've played in League One so far, They've lost, struggling to score goals as well. They did score last weekend, though, to be fair to them. Uh, But Blackpool, yeah, started extremely well. They've not conceded a goal yet uh, since Critchley's come back in. Four games of competitive action, three in the league, one in the cup, four consecutive clean sheets. So they're really tough to break down, really tough to score against. I can't see this Leighton Orange side in really poor form going away to Blackpool and getting a victory so for me this is going to be a Blackpool win probably to nil again 1.65 is Blackpool on the nose Um, just checking the price to add that little bit more 2.75 Blackpool to win and both teams to score no
1: always love Blackpool on this pod always Um, (laughs) sorry Tangerine fans All right, Peterborough Tom anytime I see Peterborough over evens I get quite excited to be honest with you this Mm. is going back Last season as well, uh, 2.10 away at Northampton, I think is a scarily good price. And I did a lot of research on this just to make sure that I didn't miss anything. Um, because we've got Peterborough here, second in the table, won three from three, conceding one goal. And they are away at Northampton, who lost their only game. At six fields and have drew one and lost two of their three total. Um in particular, Peterborough, they have looked really good on the road so far. So you got that um that curtain razor one 0 win away at Reading. That was a good result. White Gale. Hey, Dwight, Dwight Gale. White oh, Gale. Yeah, there we go. And we're talking about Peterborough. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I I'm, thank you. I really appreciate you sharing that with us. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the That's next the, guy. the next shout-out. And I tell you what, that absolute... I hope people who are driving and listening are, are very safe and well after you just had <laughs> Dwight Gale at him on the motorway.
0: <laughs> it's come to me. It's come to me. There we
1: go. Um, yeah, so Peterborough Sorry, been really good. We meet Redding on the opening day away, but... Crucially, Tom, 3 1 away at Barnsley in midweek. That made me sit up and take notice. Um, Darren Ferguson's done a really good job, I think, from when he was rehired towards the back end of last season, minus blowing a 4 0 lead or whatever it was in the mm. playoff semi finals. But yeah. yeah, going away to a Northampton team who got scored by Stevenage on the home opener. Um, they lost away at Wigan and Swansea in uh, League One and Carabao Cup respectively, and then responded with a decent draw against Lincoln at home in the league. But I think this is the next mm. level of test. And uh, yeah, I really like the posh's price. Posh's price.
0: Yeah. Um, just a caveat potentially to this one um, that may put you off it if you're that way inclined. This is a little rivalry. So, Northampton and Peterborough um, do, have a, do have a rivalry, yeah. So, um, that's is, a rivalry. If that kind of well, according to DMAC, it is so really. What do you say? Yeah, yeah, he said hit Northampton and Cambridge are their two main rivals. Bloody hell, it's a sad state of affairs, that is. Rubbish. So, uh, yeah, if you're the kind of better to avoid betting on, on these kind of derby or rivalry matches, then that might be one to consider. But yeah, I Peabra think should definitely win it.
1: Fair, it's fair to flag up.
0: Um, who else we got? Portsmouth. I feel like I'm short price FC this week on the pod. I really apologise. <laughs> Portsmouth are priced at 1.44 to win at home to Cheltenham, so we will not spend too long on it. Uh, Cheltenham played three, lost three. Uh, they've not started the season well. Not scored a goal either. Uh, that comes in any of their three league games or the Carabao Cup game. Sandwiched in the middle. That loss of Alfie May to Charlton. Really hitting them hard, it seems, at the moment at the, at the sharp end. Um, yeah, so going away to Fatton Park against the Portsmouth side who are winning. They won the last three. Uh, that's one cup, two in the league. They're scoring plenty of goals. They scored nine goals in their four games so far this season. Um, yeah, I think Portsmouth at home going to be far too strong. It's reflected in the price. Uh, but yeah, 1.44 for Portsmouth.
1: Points deductions. And Reading, they go hand in hand, sadly, for Royals fans. Um, they've been slapped, I think, a one-point deduction with three suspended. So I think it's one for sure and maybe up to four. Uh, basically failing to pay their players, etc. It's now up to 13 points they've lost under uh, Dai Yong's um, ownership, which is frankly a disgrace. Uh, they do have a football match to play this weekend. And I just want to flag up a nice priced outsider in Stevenage at 2.75. Steve Evans and his Stevenage side are just absolutely blitzing everything that's in front of them so far. It is bloody marvellous to watch. Four wins out of four. Uh, 1-0 away at Northampton. A win on pens in uh, the Carabao Cup against Watford. 2-0 against Shrewsbury. 2-1 against Cambridge. I think Reading are probably the best league team that they've played so far, judging on how Reading have played. So it's not a sure thing. But they're flying right now, and Reading have been slapped again. How much does that affect the players? I don't know, but what I do know is I'll be having a little tickle at 2.75 on the big man. Absolutely. You
0: can't not at the moment, can you? No. Can't not. no more in League One for me. Have you got any more you no. want to
1: talk about? No, no, no.
0: Let's dive into League Two then. Um, oh, yeah. Where do we start? I'm... <laughs> I, w- I was really... Keen on Gillingham. They're 2.37, but Crawley seem to... I don't know what's going on at Crawley. They're expected by a lot of people to finish bottom of this league quite comfortably. Um, They started very well. Uh, They beat MK Dons in midweek. They're currently third. They've won two and drawn one of their three games. So I'm now scared. However, I'm going to... I'm going to be true to my guns. I'm going to stick with Gillingham at 2.37. Three games, three wins, no goals conceded, a 1-0 win every single game. So efficient, effective, hard to beat. Um, Can Crawley spoil the party like they have done so far for (laughs) all the other matches they've played in? Maybe, but I just think Gillingham are going to be too good for me personally. So 2.37 for the Gills.
1: They've not let us down yet. Um, so I've got to stick with them. Yeah, great story, by the way. Brilliant story. Like, basically relegation fodder to topping the table in, in a year. Just yeah. ownership only took over in January. It's bloody remarkable, to be honest with you. Absolutely yeah. remarkable. Um, okay. I found, I'm not going to lie to you, I found League 2 very tough this week. I don't know about you, Tom. Um, yeah, it's not the best, is it? No, not loving it. So I've got a bit of a wobbly one, but I do mm-hmm.
0: like
1: it. I do like it. But I, I it does come with a bit of risk. It's Mansfield at two point one zero. They're playing away at Grimsby. Just for context, Grimsby priced up at three point three. The draw three point five. Um, firepower. I am back in Mansfield on their firepower. So far this season, they scored two against Crewe, uh, two against Grimsby, but it was at Field Mill in the uh, Carabao Cup. They scored three against Morecambe and two against Doncaster. So they've scored a minimum of two every single game, scoring three once. Will Swan is also back for Mansfield, their kind of marquee signing for Nottingham Forest that they made permanent this season. Uh, he managed to get a half in uh, this season, uh, this season, uh, this midweek. So even more to come for Mansfield and Grimsby. They did get a home win in midweek to get their first win of the season against Salford, which is quite impressive. And they did push Notts County away from home uh, quite close. They lost three-two, um, but for me, I think Mansfield have enough to go to Grimsby and get the result, despite it being a tough game. I'll be back in Mansfield for sure. I think they're going to go on to have a good season and maybe this is finally the season. Who bloody knows? Who knows? But (laughs) 2.10 is quite enticing, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've got a nice little price. It's a short price, but it's a nice one, I think. Um, It's in the Stockport against Barrow game. So this is Barrow to score a goal. Uh, So, when you're looking for the market, you can either look for Barrow to score over 0.5, Barrow 1 plus goals, Stockport to keep a clean sheet, no, all the same thing. You might get a little bit of variance in price, so do check the other markets and, you know, uh, essentially the same thing, just worded differently. Um, Stockport to not keep a clean sheet is one66 um, this is a team in Stockport who, despite being well fancied by me, you, a lot of people, the bookies, uh, started the season with a with a wobble again, really, um, after coming so close at Wembley last year. And they did the same thing last season, didn't they? They started really slowly. Then they just absolutely motored through the second half of the season and just beat everyone in their path. But it seems like they're starting slowly again. Um, they've not won yet. They've played four games, league and cup. Lost three, drawn one, conceded in every game. So it's a poor start. Barrow, on the other hand, in their four games, won two, drawn one, lost one. The cup game was the one they lost to Bolton, 1-0. So with how good Bolton are doing in League One, no shame there at all. Uh, Their league form has been really good. I think Barrow can absolutely get at least a goal in this game. They're a massive 5.25 to win. Uh, which I think is worth a look personally as well. But just to score, 1.66. There's a little bit of a cherry on the top. Stockport haven't kept a clean sheet against Barrow for 11 consecutive games either.
1: And I'm going to finish it off with a bit of a fun outside one. Um, I've always said, Tom, to you, <clears throat> excuse me, that there's always a price to back pretty much anybody I think, like if you mm-hmm. gave me ten thousand to one for, I don't know, Tranmere Rovers to beat Man City at the Etihad, I would take it. I wouldn't put a big stake down, but I would take it. Right, but that's my theory. Is like, yeah, if the if you think there's a chance and the price is good, then I have a little flutter if you're in a position to do so. So I want to look at Swindon. They are away at Wrexham. Wrexham, as we know, big, massive favourites for the league. 1.55 they are. Uh, it's super short. And, yeah, since they lost at home to MK Dons in their kind of return to league football big hoo-ha, they've clicked into gear. They beat Wigan on penalties Carabao Cup. They drew away at Wimbledon. And they beat Warsaw at home. So, Wrexham are quite rightly the favourites for this game. But Swindon have, like, quietly been alright, to be honest with you. Um, they lost on pens to Peterborough in the Carabao Cup. They drew against Crew. they beat Forest Green away. They've only played two league games for some reason. I must have missed the memo. I'm not sure why. I just think at 5.75... For a team like Swindon who should be competitive maybe they can do an MK dance, maybe they can spring a surprise I just think 5.75 is is absolutely ridiculous to be honest with you Mm -hmm. and it's worth having a look if you're having a long shot, you fancy a bit of fun, like there's no way Swindon should be priced at nearly 6, no way so yeah have a little fun with that one Um, it's not going to end up on bumper treble spoiler alert but uh yeah i just think it's worth looking into
0: yeah absolutely um I've, i also again just looking back at the last market you know the Wrexham to keep a clean sheet no uh just mentioned stockport to keep a clean sheet no Wrexham to keep a clean sheet no is 1.5 as well hmm. they don't keep clean sheets <laughs> they don't you know they've not kept one in the league this season so far um You mentioned they conceded five against M.K. Dons. They conceded two in a 4-2 win at at Walsall in midweek. They didn't keep a clean sheet throughout pre-season. They just don't keep them. Uh, So 1.5 for Swindon to get on the score sheet. I think that's another one. I'm just looking at the double. Wrexham to keep a clean sheet, no. Stockport to keep a clean sheet, no. Uh, The double pays 2.5. If you want to over double Mm. your money,
1: bang, in, out, love it yeah i love it and just for context as well um tom yeah i showed you the bet slip i had i had a private bet um that included mk dons to beat wrexham on opening day Mm. mk dons were priced at 5.0 right they went there got the win 5.75 is probably relatively like that's quite relative i would say mk dons are a better side than swindon but I capitalise on this on the home opener I don't know if Lightning's going to strike twice but I'm certainly going to be in in with a shout because I'll be backing them
0: yeah cool absolutely worth a go Um, yeah no more in the league for me so we'll go on to recapping last week's successful Bumper of Treble and give you this week's Bumper of Treble shall we
1: yeah um, Tom a hat trick clean sheets oh so what dreams are made, made of. Um, 8.97 this winner was. Um, so congratulations if you got on the back of that. Uh, we had Crystal Palace to beat Sheffield United away from home. They did so 1-0. We had MK Dons to beat Tranmere at home. They did 1-0. And we had Gillingham to beat Accrington Stanley at home one nil it seems so easy now uh, 8.97 are, in hindsight tom is a massive price really we 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 really got quite lucky there
0: unfortunately it's nowhere near that price this week
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> for what we've picked but um yeah so we're gonna go for leicester uh, to beat cardiff portsmouth to beat Cheltenham and then Blackpool to beat Leighton Orient. So that's Leicester, Portsmouth and Blackpool all to win. And that treble pays 3.86. So a £10 example stake pays £38.60. Yeah, that's the one. I think it's four home teams. The prices are a bit shorter, but the four home teams we're all confident in against three teams away from home who haven't started the season well, particularly the two teams in League One, Cheltenham and Leighton Orient. So I'm confident again in this one that we can continue our good run.
1: Yeah, you can only uh, you can only pick from the docket that's in front of you and hopefully that 8.97 and the 3 of 4 in midweek um, stand us in good stead. So, yeah. Mm. Let's pivot then, Tom, into... Fancy football as we kind of start to close the show. Week one is in the books. Uh, really exciting to be kicking this off again. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have 10 teams pending to join the league because you can join this league at any time. Uh, so that's going to take us to 322 teams in the league. It begs the mm. question where are you?
0: Um, for our standards, I'm doing all right. I'm in 155th. Wow! <laughs> I'm in the top 200, which was the aim. So good. For I'm you. pretty happy right now.
1: Yeah. I'm 257th, so I, I am reverted. well and truly in in the mud already. Yeah. Just yeah, reverted back to type. <laughs> I have, mate. Um, tell you who hasn't, Sean Sean McCarthy asterix. So. I want to give Sean credit because he is top he got 94 points he played his bench boost on game 1 who's on the bench? Onana got 9, that's an absolute disgrace by the way, Grealish 0, Ja Pedro 7 and Gabriel 1 so 17 it's points a, it's a strong bench but yeah,
0: bench boost in week 1 is an interesting move setting his score out like... isn't he? Yeah, it's like you get some people do triple captain on a favourite to um, like Harland or someone to, to try and be top of the whole thing oh. in the first game week. So there's some people who set up accounts just purely focused on the first fixture of the season. So they'll pick six players from the first fixture of the season and they'll try and be top of the entire thing um, and play the triple captain first week. Just so they can Mm. say, I have the most points. Screenshot, I'm the best
1: done. I'm the best (laughs) in the world. Screenshot, save the receipt. Yeah. right. Well, uh, you can join our our fancy uh, Premier League league at any stage. So uh, we do post on Twitter the league code. So get in touch with us, as Tom said, T underscore FB podcast. Now the football season is well underway. Uh, if you follow us, you're also, uh, as we said, going to get those midweek Twitter tips and little bits and pieces as well. Um,
0: reviews do help us. If you can leave a rating or a review, just a rating is fine if you don't have the time. On um, wherever you listen to your podcasts, that will be much appreciated. Uh, and of course, please do get in touch on social media like Tom mentions and like we touched on at the top of the show, T underscore FB podcast sharing your bet slips. We saw lots last weekend. We love to see them. Uh, all the winners, uh, if, if there are bets, if they're just things you picked yourself, any of it is great. Um, so, yeah, thanks for all the engagement so far this season. Thanks to everyone who has listened and watched. We're back again next time, this time next week uh, with another, with another pod. So, yeah, have a good profitable weekend, everybody.